Um, next time you were in East London. Um, oh. And next time you're in East London and you thought, you know what? London isn't like drippy and rainy and dark enough. Um, let's do something morbid. Um, you can do a geocache along following the trail of Jack the Ripper's victims. Oh. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. So you don't you you actually um, have to do all of them to find the geocache. So each one has a clue. So they're, they're like linked together. Yeah, they're linked to you. See, so you have to like do like Christmas a, lights. You lose one of them, you lose them all. Exactly, and not oh, as man. fun, not as like cheery. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so then you find his is the sixth victim is where the geocache actually is, and they describe oh. the night in 1888 when this woman disappeared, and they say that it was. All right, let me. I got to read this because the language is fantastic. Can you read it, says, it with an English accent, please? It says. Um, Oh, where is it? Marianne Nichols is generally believed to be the first of Jack Ripper's victims. She was murdered on 31st August 1888. On the night of August 30, the weather was stormy with thunder, flashes of lightning, and fierce rain. The sky was turned red by two dock fires. So, there Whoa, you go. Right. <clears throat> yeah. That's so intense. Yeah, so, red sky, thunder... They say um, you could if what did it? They say if you're crime conscious, very crime conscious, crime sensitive, something like that. Do it during the day, but for the full experience, do it at night. So and do it in character. In character, and, yes. Full uh, on building. I don't think you can have <clears throat> knives in London anymore, can you? I think they are those illegal. I don't know. Anyway, don't get arrested if you do it in character. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. That's that's part of it. I I do recommend getting um the pestilence of some kind um, mm -hmm. and and then doing it because that would be the full character experience. Yeah. Um, so. See, I would have to do it by daylight because I would just be terrified You'd be to do that down. at night. Yeah. But yeah, screaming I would, like a girl. Me too. Oh, absolutely. I don't, like, I don't like scary anything. But if I had like a torch, maybe I'd feel a little safer. Yes. You mean so, like no a, one around a flashlight? That's funny. Uh, because if you're oh. in England, that's a you're flashlight. Right. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, if you have a torch, it's a flashlight. <laughs> um. So what, what do our fine guests get if they take a picture at the end of this at the end daisy-chained massacre? Like, but what do they what do they get? They get um, a tour of Clearhead Studio, and and and. <laughs> And they get this a free plant. succulent. Is it a succulent? Something like that, I think. A what succulent. They call these things. Yeah. Um, hey, hold it up to the camera. Let me get a picture of that for everyone. Oh, please do. Yeah. Please do. It is. It's hand potted. It's succulents. <laughs> um, and you get this, so, the free hand potted succulent from from uh, Dan's living room um, that's on a yeah. shelf, mm -hmm. as well as a tour of Clearhead Studio. The um, the one second tour. The you one open the door, second tour. And there, and there it is. <laughs> if, if you can turn around, you can tour Clear Hit Studio. So, anyway, welcome to Geocaching Scripture. This is Josh. This is Dan. Oh, and it's Caleb. And this yeah! is Caleb. Yes, we have a guest with us today. I'll introduce him shortly. So, geocaching, rarefied sport, hobby of finding these little treasures and most of the the adventure is in the hunting itself, whether you're in East London, whether you're in the shadow of an active volcano, or, Dan, what's another one that we've done? 
whether you are searching for a geocache in Antarctica. In Antarctica, specifically yes. under a rock, which really twists <laughs> the knife on that one. There aren't many in Antarctica there, so just go to the few of them and you'll you'll find it. That would be my guess. So one of the four or five rocks there are in Antarctica, just pop them up, should be right underneath there. And I found, let's see, there's geocaches on the bottom of the sea, about 700 feet down. And, um, oh, man, is it sad that I suddenly, like you said under the sea, and I'm singing Disney almost immediately. You're not alone. You, yeah, how do I get him I off think, the Zoom I call? I'm, Can I, he owns the Zoom. Okay, all right. <laughs> and Dan will be singing us to close the episode today. So geocaching scripture is is finding these um, little treasures of, of language, historical situation. What else, Dan? Grammar. Grammar. Cultural setting. Cultural setting. Plain textual errors. All kinds of fun stuff. Oh, yeah, man. That we, we can, can look we can for. Deep. That will bring the dimension out of Scripture again. And, and that's what you need. I mean, whether you're Jack the Ripper, who knows who you are. Anyway, that is what's going on right now with Josh, Caleb, and Dan. God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise even when with my glory. Awake, psaltery, and harp. I myself will awake early. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people. I will sing praises unto thee among the nations. For thy mercy is great above the heavens, and thy truth reaches unto the clouds. Accidentally read that in the King James. Um, beginning of Psalm 108. Why not? I loved it. <laughs> I think so. We, we have a guest with us today. It's not yes. just me and Dan. Yeah. And how, how, who, Mr. Guest, please announce yourself. Hello. Uh, my name is Caleb Williams, and I am the owner and uh, opera, uh, director of operations. CEO, let's say. CEO, founder, everything at Clear Hits Radio. Yes. Uh, home uh, home home-based at Clear Hits Studios, where geocaching scripture records often. Often. As much as we can. Often, as much as we can. I'm going to... Yes. So, we wanted to do... um, Spend some time with Caleb, just talking to him about his ministry in in the Christian hip-hop world and putting together a radio station. Um... And so, did you just wake up one day and the radio station was there, or, or did this this was this a process? This has been uh, a process that God has put on my heart for about thirteen years now. Um, where, uh, for the longest time, I was one of those, uh, I guess you would say, lukewarm Christians, where I'd go to church every Sunday, but. After Sunday, I would just be a completely other person, mm. and um, I would be listening to the Nas's, the Jay Z's, the all these other artists. And slowly but surely, uh, I began noticing, and people around me noticing, is that my attitude and my the way that I would talk to people uh, would reflect a lot of the music that I was listening to. Um, so. After 
after an argument once uh, with my dad, like I got really good mm-hmm. at degrading people with my words. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm six one, uh, big guy, <laughs> and um, while I can be physically intimidating, I decided to use my words mm-hmm. instead, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it got to the point where I realized that I had an issue uh, when my dad and I, we got into an argument and I remember I said something to him, which I won't say on the air, but my dad, who was a very strong man too, just looked at me and said, that is the meanest thing anybody has ever said to me. Mm-hmm. And he started crying and oh. walked away. And just at that moment, like if there could be like a fist, like the graphic and like Looney Tunes of the heart breaking, Mm -hmm. like that's what happened to my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't know what was going on, but I started crying too. And uh, I was crying for about three hours. And at first my parents thought it was a joke. Uh, and all of that. But at the end, like, as it was going on, I'm like, guys, I think I need to go to the emergency room. I can't stop crying. Like, I don't know what's going on. Um, and you know, my dad and I, we reconciled, but I was still crying and crying. And Mm -hmm. I just, you know, um, him and I, we got into scripture and just looked at, you know, when, uh, you know, the spirit mourns when, you know, when you do awful things. And I just really feel like that's what happened. And, uh, after that I recommitted my life to Christ. And, uh, at the end of recommitting my life to Christ in that prayer, I asked him if there's such a thing as good Christian hip hop, please send it my way. Ah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And that's where the journey began. <laughs> Wow. Now, I, and I will say I'm 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 a little more than ten years older than you. And when I was that age, there was not such a thing as good Christian hip hop. And there, I had there was it, very few, yeah, yes, very little until I tuned into Clearheads, and then. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, even at that time, like I didn't even know where to go. And I guess I can give these guys a shout out because I still love them and their ministry. But there's this website called Rapzilla. And uh, and this website basically at the time, and this was like right when Christian hip hop started taking off too. So it's like God, like all of this happened, I feel like for a reason. So Christian hip hop started taking off and all of these artists didn't know how to get their music out. So they were putting their music out for free on Rapzilla and you could just download it for free. So I was able to get all of this music, a college student with like no money for free and discover all of these artists now who Josh, you're hearing now, but like I was hearing their stuff like very raw and uh, early on and Mm -hmm. I was able to pick and choose and, and I mean, it's really taken off uh, since then. So, like, around the 2010 time wow. is when this happened. And a friend of mine encouraged me when I was going to school for radio, like, mm-hmm. launch something for oh, Christian okay. hip-hop. And Very so cool. 
But yeah. let's do a, let's, Caleb, let's do a quick plug for our dozens of listeners. So if they wanted to listen to Clear Hits Radio, how would they find how would they find you? Absolutely. If you just type in your uh, search bar, clearhitsradio.com, hit enter, you'll go to the website. There will be a listen live button, and you can listen live nice. 24-7 to 24/7. Clear Hits Radio. Okay, Mom, Man. go ahead and do it. Go ahead. That's the bar at the top. All right. Um, <laughs> just, just trying to get my primary listeners shouted yeah. out. Um, but the uh, yeah, I listen to Clear Hits. Um, I tune in about every day for a while, and I, I just uh, yeah, I've I've really appreciated mm-hmm. it, and I like because I I went through kind of a rap phase, um, and, but I've always I feel like I almost developed an ear for it, and I still it still touches me in a way that other music doesn't. And there's mm-hmm. definitely other other sorts of music that I, as a suburban white guy, should like that mm-hmm. I don't. And rap, mm-hmm. I do. And so, so, yeah. Caleb, and so instruct me just for a second. So I don't, like, I'm not a hip guy. Like, I don't do... What? Any, any I know, right? It's a, <laughs> it's a surprise. <laughs> I wanted to get introduced to Christian hip-hop. Yeah. Who, who should I start listening to? Well, obviously, I would say the first one would be Lecrae. Lecrae is probably the most well-known Christian hip-hop artist out there um, in the Christian hip-hop realm, which goes a whole nother level. If you want to go bigger than that, I would say NF. Um, Not many people know he's a Christian artist, but he is. um, But he's a rapper that's a Christian, not a Christian rapper, that whole... when you get into Christian hip hop, and I think if you get into any genre, you'll discover there's like denominations, like like in church, oh, and it's really interesting to see like the Christian hip hop realm too, and how it's begun to be split up in certain factions. Mm-hmm. But yet, all of them still make amazing music that we play on Clear Hits, and we don't really focus on one area. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I think. Yeah, NF is 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 always worth your time, and he's he's one of those interesting ones that he plays Lollapalooza. He plays all of the big whoa. Like I've get mm-hmm. like the kids that I work with. I work with kids half my age in marketing. Mm-hmm. They um they'll that, go to Lollapalooza and like go see NF, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, yeah, I know about him. And I'm, that, and you know. NF beats secular rappers in sales on the Billboard charts. Like last year or two years ago, he was the number one album sold. He beat out Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. He beat out like. Cardi B, like he's a big time rapper where his whole thing is he's an outcast, um, where he found a place through his faith. So yep. yeah, it connects with people. Um, so help me, help me understand the ministry side of what you're doing. Like mm-hmm. it do, do young men, I would say it's a, it's a rap yeah. genre. So let's, let's be demographically like do young men find Jesus through hip hop. I would say so. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think any genre God can use, or mm-hmm. really any God can use Not to country. bring people. No, God to can't him. use country. Yeah, no, just, no. I don't know. Have you heard Matt on Owl's that. country album? Yeah. It's pretty amazing. That's table stakes <laughs> in this conversation, anyway. But um, no, so I, I definitely think so. You know, there's some amazing ministries too, where not many people know this, but a lot of Christian hip hop artists have gone to Bible school, maybe even gotten um, degrees in uh, ministry specifically as a pastor. Many of them are pastors. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so as interesting. Well. So like, not only are you getting amazing music, but you're often getting 
with the older mature uh, mm-hmm. artists, you're you're getting biblically sound music where either they're wrapping it, but they're also double checking with their pastors, their mentors, all of that to make sure that this aligns with scripture, just like mm-hmm. a worship song would um, or should. I should say. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> On paper. Yes. That's yeah. awesome. Yes. Well, and in the, oh, the, the scripture that we were looking at, it's Psalm 108, and he and mm-hmm. in more modern translations, when I don't randomly read the KJV for some reason, um, he, he says, you know, awake harp and lyre, awake, and he awakens these instruments, I will awaken the dawn. And in a sense, he was he was using, David or whoever wrote that, was using the instruments available at the time. And the, the speech and the songs that were available at the time. And I see hip-hop much in the same way. Um, yeah. You know, I'm going yeah, to steal this directly from another podcast that I was listening to from uh, a guy named Fanatic. He, uh, Josh, he's somebody that you might... He, he was in that age range where you would have heard of him before me in a group called Crossed Movement. Um, Sounds they're familiar. like, yeah. they're like the OG, like Christian hip hop group. Like, sure. uh, yep. they are the group, um, they, they started a record label after that. And a mm-hmm. lot of their artists are big time now, but fanatic, he said, what led, led him to Christ was somebody rapping about Jesus. And he said, it wasn't so much the words that he was saying, it was the realization that the creator of the universe would be willing to reach down to me through my culture Mm. and through, uh, through, uh, through these words, uh, in music. So like that matters to God is Mm. the words that are being spoken in a conversation, but also in the music that we hear as well and see, because I believe that every chance we can to sing is basically a praise song, whether it's rap metal or anything in between country, like those can be used for praise in God. So um, I believe that's where Psalm is going. And I think that's how music can be used to bring people to Christ. Christian rap has always had a perception of being corny, even to this day. Um, And sometimes there is music that just isn't good, but that's all genres. Um, But yeah, Cross Movement was the first one where um, it really took off with Cross Movement. Mm -hmm. You look at uh, T-Bone, Grits, Deep Space Five, LA Symphony, like all of these guys were the start of something in the early 2000s that, uh, late 90s, early 2000s that just really took off. And I can go even way back further than that, but I would give them the credit for where <laughs> where Christian hip hop is going. And, and it's interesting the development of Christian hip hop because, because it was, um, because it was not mainstream and it wasn't accepted by the mainstream they sort of didn't bother and they just right. developed on their own in a subculture sense making mm-hmm. making it good and making it not corny and not cheesy because corny and cheesy was mm-hmm. what all the big wigs wanted back in 1991 right. and 92 um, yeah and while you look at it still it's a great point while there's still like there are record labels there's the reach records there's 
um, RMG Reflection Music Group. There's a bunch of those record labels. A majority of the artists are still independent, doing it on their own, their own marketing, their Whoa. own tours. Um, they are full-time independent music makers or trying to be. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so they're doing it on their own. And I think that's a great way, um, especially up in Wisconsin where um, hip hop on its own is still kind of new to people. Uh, and going into Christian hip hop is like a genre in a genre. Um, you know, we're, we're using this platform that I believe uh, God has given me the skill set for so that these artists can get the airtime and get known mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and share this amazing music that they're making. So I was going to talk about a random historical fact that like, so we, like in the, in the mm -hmm. early church, you know, there was like a division between like Orthodox Christianity and like Aryan Christianity, which didn't believe Jesus was a God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so like there was, a, there was a time where like the Aryan faction was growing big and one of the reasons was they had all the most popular songs. No way. So I was, <laughs> was going to look up uh, the, the lyrics of one of the songs. We know it. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't find it quick enough. But it just, so, yeah. They had all the popular songs and then Santa Claus punched a guy and then in the mouth, in the mouth at the council of, it wasn't, Nic was it? that was Nicaea. Yeah. That was Nicaea. Yeah. Council of Nicaea. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and they he punched him in the mouth, and then that's where Christian hip hop was born. That's where Orthodox hip hop it was. was a, it was a rap it's battle. Where, it was it's a where rap, rap battles happened. It was a rap. Well, yeah. So Caleb, speaking of your your reach, like, are you doing any concerts? Anything coming up that like is going to get get unknown rappers out into the like the, the Wisconsin area? Yes. Yeah, so uh, actually, on July thirty first. Uh, we will be having our very first concert. It's actually kind of like the one-year anniversary of this station as well, just a couple days earlier. Um, it's closer to the day that I got fired. But anyways, um, <laughs> that's another story for another time. But um, no, it, it's to celebrate it. So we will be having uh, a Reach Records artist. His name is Holvey. He'll be coming in to perform as well as some Chicago artists, one named three and the other one named Sanson. They'll be headlining the tour, but then we'll be having J fish, YJO and one other artist to be determined um, to perform it uh, together. Uh, and it's, it's me singing under the sea. Let's just face it. Absolutely. That's what the last artist. Yeah. You know what, Dan? Yeah. We are looking for an MC. I was thinking you'd be the guy to MC. <laughs> I think Josh. Yeah. Josh looks way better in a hoodie than I do. So let's just go, with Josh. <laughs> Not every rapper wears a hoodie. Let's let's get that perception <laughs> out there too. <laughs> but no. So it'll be our first event. It's at the Cup of Joy in Green Bay, uh, July thirty first at seven p.m. So. Uh, is only 200 tickets available. So, uh, get Dan, your Dan and I will be there, uh, signing autographs. We'll, we, Dan and I will be yeah. there. We'll we can do a booth. live geocaching from there. From oh my gosh. We're totally doing that. That is that happening. Be, <laughs> I don't know how we could do that, but we'll, we'll try. We'll try. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So we will be having our first event. We are also in talks to doing another event in October. Um, nice as well so we'll see what happens with there you know we're in such a crazy time too 
Um, this has just been a leap of faith for an event that, you know, God has put on my heart. You know, it's crazy times with COVID and with the pandemic. Um, we're just not knowing if the artist will uh, get it or if the state will shut down again. Yeah. Uh, this is just a leap of faith kind of thing. And uh, we're just trusting in God that um, he is going to use this uh, to to just not just grow the station, but introduce our area to Christian hip hop, which is the ultimate goal uh, that there's quality Christian hip hop out there. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that's, it's, it is an act of faith and that's what scripture is, is this act of faith of telling the story in and preserving the story and preserving the community in the ancient world. That was harsh. Mm -hmm. That was fragmented. That was uh, scary. And in a way, that's what we still do. We push back on the, the chaos of life with mm -hmm. this coherent story. And we do so in the, in the way that uses uh, what's available to us. And I think Clear Hits is a great way of doing that. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just encourage your listeners, if you don't mind, just check it out. ClearHitsRadio.com. ClearHitsRadio.com. Love it. Um, so cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, clear. Tune into Clear Hits Radio to hear. Um, you know, Christ plays in ten thousand places, and he plays all over the place, and he'll play through any mouthpiece that's available. Sometimes even me and Dan, Caleb, who knows? Anyway, that's geocaching scripture. Keep digging. Tiny treasures in the big truth. Pax Humana. Cheers. <laughs>